God bless you and welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. And this is a special edition of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. Uh, We've been working out a a Tuesday episode for the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. And we will be mixing in uh, our good friend, Transparent Tuesday, Willie G. Berry, with a on-location style episode where me and a good friend, Mr. Mike Thompson, have been meeting at the same Denny's for over four years. And we've always wanted to just turn on the microphone and let the conversation that we have be shared with other people. And so in this edition of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network, it's called At the Table with Minister Mike. And you will be listening in to our live conversation as we are at the table meeting, doing our fellowship and discipleship that we've done at Denny's for the last four years. So listen in close. Don't be distracted by the sounds of the restaurant around us, the waitress coming to serve us at our table. But listen in close. God's got a word for you at the table with Minister Mike. So we, would, we just keep Pastor Joe and our prayers and his family lifted up, Lord God. And so be with them as they go through the rest of their day, Father. And Lord God, we thank you for this meal that we're about to receive for the nourishment of our bodies and ask that you just bless the hands of this establishment, Father God, that prepared it. And we thank you for the funding, Father, that was able to purchase it. Be with Taya and all this your foundation family as they go through the day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hmm. <laughs> yes. So you're saying speak. Yeah. I don't know, being slow to speak. Quick to hear. We always think about that in a conflict with man, right? But what if we did that as it relates to God? What if we were slow to speak and quick to hear? Like, I'm gonna wait on God to speak before I open my mouth. Before I say anything. Yeah, listen to God. Listen to God. Wait up. Mm -hmm. Wait up on the Lord. Wait up on the Lord. You know, in the context, but you your strength. But yeah, maybe some people though, when they hear that passage slow to speak, maybe they're thinking about, I need to be, I need to <laughs> be slow <laughs> to speak. <laughs> yeah. Speak very slowly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but that that speaking was just something that I thought, wow, we can we he can give us a word to speak, you know, to different things and elements. I like Adam in the sense of he didn't say these words, I want you to speak to the enemies, but he did say this, is, and this is in a form of speak. 
I want you to name the animal. Mm. So right. he had to call each animal in and speak to it its name. Mm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things as far as speaking is concerned that I shared with my wife last night as we were um, having dinner and fellowship, I said, isn't it interesting that the Lord created all the animals first? Because we were talking about Ezekiel, because she's in the book of Ezekiel, and she was talking about um, the ox. That's not mentioned in Ezekiel, but she was talking about, um, you know, the wind, and the, and the angels came, and the will within the, that came with the angels. But we were talking about the animals, and I said, isn't it interesting that God created these animals before he created us, but when he created us, he gave us dominion over the animals. But what's interesting about that is that the animals, they know their position and what they're supposed to do, and they do it. Like the ox know the plow. You know, um, the dog knows to protect. I mean, the animals, they know their position. But isn't it interesting and funny that we don't even know who we are in Christ or what our positions are. We're always asking God, what am I supposed to do? But you never hear an animal ask God, what am I supposed to do? He even tells us to consider like the ant, Mm -hmm. look at the birds. Because they already know what they're supposed to do. They know their assignments. They know their assignments. I think the issue for us as, as human beings is that we overcomplicate things. We, because we have a will, we don't operate just off of instinct alone. We actually determine or predetermine what we're going to do. We get caught up in the possibilities and you get overwhelmed. You know, the Bible says all that is in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And so, being in this world and your desires, your wants, your eye gate, your ear gate, your taste buds, everything is being overwhelmed with all these possibilities, all these things that you could do. Whereas the animals, they function off of just the one thing that they have been given. Right? <laughs> you know? We have this mind that has all these capabilities and possibilities, and that's why we are tempted. Whereas an animal's just gonna do what it's time to eat, I go hunt. Time to sleep, I sleep. I need something to drink, I go. Will need something to drink and want a specific something to drink, right? I don't just want water. An animal will just go over and drink some water. I'm thirsty to drink some water. we like, no. I don't know if I want soda today. What? What? Tea. <laughs> oh, give me Hennessy. <laughs> That's what I want today. Hennessy. <laughs> and that why they're focused and that's why they know right what they're saying is because nothing else is in their way it's time for everything mm-hmm. they know when to run away from something they know when to go and get something um, 
we struggle because when they ate the fruit, they took away the simplicity of just, here's what God said, go do that. Now they have the knowledge of good and evil. They can choose, like, wait a minute, evil seems good in this situation. How is evil good? And good seems evil in this situation. Wow, that's messed up. You know, isn't that how we do it? You know, somebody feel like it's evil to tell me that I can't sleep with my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. And it's good. And it's good. Just leave <laughs> And God says, no, that's evil. Wait till she becomes your wife. You're like, well, that's evil to make me have to wait. I feel like, God, you're against me because you won't let me do what I think is good. So now your good is my evil and my evil, my, my good is your evil. And so what I think is good is now evil because it goes against what you say is good. The animals don't have to worry about that. <laughs> wow, now that's good. Praise <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. God. we find ourselves struggling because there's so many options yeah and you're right we are prideful pride does it gets in the way it moves us it drives us it, it, it. but sometimes we don't realize we don't think that it's pride and that's how you know it's pride <laughs> <laughs> because and we'll say, I don't need God to speak to me. I can speak to my own self. I can tell my own self. Because, mm -hmm. and it goes back to what I've been saying at this table all the time. It's because we can't see God. It's because I think a lot of us, like I always say, that we just don't know. And Moses is gone. Right. Um, that's some water. Water, water. Mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. Moses is gone. <laughs> we don't know how long he's, he's been right. gone a long time. He's been gone a long time. <laughs> now while we was here and he's talking about this God, yeah, okay. But where is he now? So where's this God? So mm -hmm. where's Moses? So hey, do us a favor. Make a cap one. And Aaron, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. I believe Aaron didn't want to do that. And I think they were like, no, make us a cap. I gotta go back and revisit that, but I mm. think. Mm. No, I think Aaron just went ahead and did it. And I think he went ahead and did it. And it's interesting because there's a lot of reasons for him to go ahead and just do it. Thank you. Because if Moses is really gone, Aaron's in charge now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Reason one. Reason one. <laughs> that was deep. Reason two is that, well, if I'm in charge now, then I need the people to like me. 
So there's reason two. And reason three, I wasn't really sure about this guy that Moses was talking about anyway. That's my that's my take. It's not there, right? But these are when I was reading that, I was like, wow. This was a power move for Aaron. So then is there a reason for what I don't know how to do this, so I'll because that's what I thought you reason through us. <laughs> so I'm just gonna let do what they want so that they will like me and we'll make them a calf and they could do whatever because I'm in, you know, I don't care what y'all do. Because, because yeah, go ahead. Because Moses I mean, because Aaron led the charge. He said, bring me all your jewelry. He's the one that did that. So somehow, it almost seems like this is an opportunity. <laughs> and mm. he was taking the opportunity. Yeah. But again, it didn't say that. Mm -mm. So I can't say for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. but just human nature. Mm -hmm. It's like, why would Aaron just go with that? Why wouldn't he stop and say, whoa, y'all? <laughs> yeah, why would he go with that when he's been with Moses up until his time? He's seen the parting of the Red Sea. He's seen God do some right. mighty miracles, give him manna. He's seen, he's seen some stuff that only God could do. He brought water out of a rock. He's seen some stuff, so why would he? Why would he do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It just seemed real interesting to me. And he just went with that. <laughs> he didn't say, no, nah, don't do Moses like that. We're going to wait. And... <laughs> And soon after, that's what Moses did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. That's what he did. <laughs> I was say, soon after he came there, mm -hmm. if they would have just waited. If they would have just waited. Your miracle's right around the corner. If you just wait, wait. just wait up on them. Just wait on the Lord. Just wait. And let him speak. Because when Moses came down, when Moses, <laughs> yeah. When Moses came down, he did have something to say mm -hmm. that the Lord spoke to him to give, which were the Ten Commandments. Right. So just wait, because God has something to say. But because of our we're impatient people, we got to do it on our own. God, I got this, which is what, what we were talking about earlier. God, I got this. I got this. You're taking too long. Mm -hmm. What am I waiting around here guarding this tree for? <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the rain, by the way. Mm -hmm. mm. That nobody wants. A tree nobody wants. So, yeah. Again, human nature. Mm. Yeah. 
human nature in the sense that when you you work in a job and you're like the lowest man on the totem pole or second or third to the lowest man on the totem pole. Mm -hmm. So therefore there's been many, there's more people that have been there before you. And the boss decides that he needs to hire someone, Minister Mike, and the boss is looking at all the other people that's been there and everybody's doing the interview, but the one on the lowest totem pole goes to get <laughs> for the interview and winds up getting the job. And he sees maybe that these people, I want them to like me. Right. So I'll let them get away with things that I'm not supposed to let them get away with. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I need you to come in tomorrow. No, you know, I know I'm supposed to work, but I'm, I'm going to take it off. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'll just clock you in and show that you were here. Mm-hmm. Time card. Right. Just so I can get you to like me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. I'll cover you. Mm-hmm. Because I want you to like me. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that is, could be why. I mean, like you said, it's not there, but it could, it could speak to why Aaron did some things. Mm-hmm. Human. Most people say, I don't care what people think about it. Right? That's the first thing that'll come out of their mouth. But they do care. But they do care. And to say that you don't care, you're actually fooling yourself. Because part of the reason why you're saying what you're saying is because you think somebody wants to hear that. (laughs) So even the statement, I don't care what people think about me, you're saying that for the sake of the people that are listening to you. Because you want to see them say, yeah, me too. You're still doing that for the approval of, the, of others. And so Saul, Aaron, I never really saw the parallel between them. But Saul, like, why did you do that, Saul? Well, the people, they wanted to make sacrifices to you, Lord. (laughs) But, Saul, that's not what I told you to do. Samuel said, why do I hear the bleating of of goats or animals or lambs in my ear? There's not supposed to be anything alive. Why is there anything alive? (laughs) The people. A lot of times, and that's why, you know, the Bible talks about broad is the way to destruction. And many people find it. But narrow is the way to eternal life, and few find it. Everybody wants to be where the crowd is going. Even if you don't, even if you say, no, I don't. Yes, you do. 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 You you want to be where the crowd is. You want to be where the the where the fanfare, the, fanfare, the people are. And so we do have this desire to please people, and we've got to admit that so that we can heal. We can heal. 
and then we can be wise about the things that we're doing because you may not even understand why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> you may be doing stuff and you're thinking, oh, this is just because I want... But what if you're doing that because deep down inside there's a part of you that wants to please people and so you make decisions based upon how people will perceive you instead of what God is saying. Here we go again. <laughs> um. They're both names are with O's, and I'm not even going to mess their names up. <laughs> right. One represents Samaria, the oldest one, and the youngest one represents Jerusalem. And they, the oldest was a heart. And she went into the city to get, she only looked for the people in purple. The royal people, captains, and the people with the money. But the younger sister, watching the older sister, was more of them. She, she just took what her sister did, because she seen what her sister did, and she just went the extreme. But I said that to say this, is what you had said. People pleasers, you did this, I want to do it, I want more, I want to do it better, I want to do it, you know, and so, we did, I don't know what we're doing, I think we just wake up and just, it's all yeah. about me. Yeah, and that that's, that's the driving force of most people's life, what I want, what I think I need, <laughs> And I say strategically what I think I need. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, Matthew chapter, um, is that six? I think it's verse eight. He says, your heavenly father knows what you have need of before, before you ask. Before. So you're asking for stuff and he's saying, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, you're getting warmer. <laughs> Yeah, because we were talking about this last week. <laughs> so, you want this job, and you go and you ask God for it. Now, he already knows the job that he's going to give you. Right. So, he knows that the job I'm going to give you is Xerox. So, you go and you're looking for this job, and you apply for a job, and, oh, wait, Xerox hired so now you're in the will, you're in the, because God wanted you to get Xerox, because he knew, so now you go to God and you say, God, this job at Xerox, I would really like to have it. Bam, and you get it. Right. But, 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 you say, oh man, I must be in line of God's will. Yeah, you, yeah, you in his will, because he wanted you to get Xerox, but you don't know that in getting Xerox, there, it wasn't just for you to get Xerox. <laughs> to get the paycheck. Right, right. No, there was more inside that will. That's why he put you there. Right. 
He put you there, and, 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 and I believe the, the, the more was to minister to some people who may be there or may not have gotten there yet because you had to be in place. But the key point I'm saying is that, that getting you to Xerox wasn't just for you to get a nice paycheck so you can come home and take care of your family and then just go and just come home. No, it's there's some work there to be done, like at church, Mike. When you go to church, it's not just to sit there in the pews and just sit <laughs> right, there in right. the pews. And, oh, God, I need to find a church home. There was a church called Church Foundation, God, but if that's your role, oh, this is your role. Yeah, I, I'm in my church home now. But I'm just in my church home, and I like what you're doing. Every member matters. Every member needs to be doing something because every member matters. And so... It wasn't for you to just get to that church and just sit. Right. And taking that same scenario, God has got an assignment for you at Xerox. And he knows what you need before you even ask. So he knows you need a job before you ask. And he already knows where you need to go. But you want to work for Tabasco because it's more money. <laughs> It's in a better part of town. My cousin worked there. Better position. <laughs> better position. And so God, I want to work for Tabasco. And he says, but my will, my assignment, the good works that I predestined for you to walk in are at Xerox. I know you need a job and I'm taking your need and my will and I'm putting them together so that I meet your need and you do my will. But Tabasco is in a better part of town. <laughs> no, it's no. a better position. They pay more. <laughs> Transparent Tuesday. No, you're talking about me there because you just said me. That budget. God, I don't God, we went through an interview. And they said they were going to pay me less than I ever made in my life. Yeah, I got bills, I got this, I got, I can't take it. Hello? You know what? I, I, we had an interview yesterday, but I think I want to decline. Are you really? You want to decline? I want to decline? Okay. No problem, we're just... And I'm looking for other things. I was like, what did I just say? Right. You're asking for my will to be done in your life. My will for you is to work at budget. Right. But God, my will for you to work at budget. But God, my will for you is to speak to the forest. My will for you is to strike the rock. My will for you is to name the animals. And so, okay, God, I'll go to budget. But God, they're not paying nothing. <laughs> my will for you. I get there. Oh, my. That's because his will for me at budget <laughs> was to serve his people. Yeah. I didn't get that at first. Well, because sometimes our want is in opposition to God's will. And so we'll want something and God, his will is for this thing. But God, I don't, I don't want that. It ain't pan enough, God. Right. What did you My not hear? My want is to make $30 an hour. What did you not hear, Lord? God God says, but my will is for you to minister to these people. You notice God, in his will, 
He's not even talking about how much it pays. <laughs> he's not even talking. You know why he's not talking about how much it pays? Because he said, I'll give you this day your daily bread. <laughs> and to this day, is he not? Is he not? To this day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're fine. Yes. We're fine. Oh my God, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. Remember what I just said? God, they're giving me le less than I've ever made in my entire work history, Lord. Hmm. How could you want me to go here? Right. To this day. They're giving me more than I've ever made in my work <laughs> history. That's why you want me to go there. He said two things to me in, in that scenario, in that, not scenario, but in that moment. To go there because he had some people he needed me to minister to him before he had a lot of ministers to some people. And two, I'm going to doubly bless you. I'm going to give you everything you've lost. Plus. See, God has a way of bringing what you need out of things that don't look like they're capable of giving you what you need. Here's the example. God brought water out of a rock. Wait, I mean, come on now. A rock? Where, what, how, how do you, a, when I think of a rock, throw. I think throw it away. <laughs> I think kick it. <laughs> I think anything else but go over here and Strike get what it. I need from Strike it. Strike it and there's your need. Right. To get what I need from it. How do you get... And so God has a way of bringing and, and supplying what you need from places that you would not suspect. Because if you only judge the book by its cover, well, my daughter said you can judge a book by its color, cover, but not people. Because, <laughs> yeah, but that's a whole other thing. If you only judge things by what they look like, then there's a whole lot of stuff you would just not... It would just walk right past. That rock? My God, I'm expecting water to come from the sky or from the ocean. He says, no, come over here to this rock. What are we going over there for? What am I going to budget for? I'm asking you for water, abundance, overflow. Come on over here to this rock called budget. What are you gonna do here? <laughs> Now listen, now hopefully we're obedient and we speak to the rock instead of striking the rock. But sometimes we strike the rock because we're frustrated that we got to come to this rock. Like, what is this? But if we trust God, then we'll just speak to it. He said, Moses, you did not hallow me in your heart before the people. I remember reading that. I'm like, why is he saying that? 
you know. And then Jesus prays. He said, when you pray, you say, our Father, hallowed be your name. He said to Moses, Moses, you did not hallow me before the people. You did not look to me and say that I am the Lord your God. You took it upon yourself. You did not listen to me and go to budget as I said. Yeah. Instead, you walked away and went to Tabasco and now you're wondering why you under all this stress, under all this pressure. Come on. And what's funny is that I'm still providing for you. But I'm providing for you in a place where you're under pressure all the time. Whereas the place that I have for you, I was going to provide for you there, and you weren't going to be having this problem. But since you wanted to do it your way, I'm still going to be God because I still promised that I would take care of my people. And that's where people get confused. They'll think, why did God put me here? Because God is still providing, and God is saying, I didn't. I'm just gracious and merciful. And I'm not going to leave you out there like that. Because I love you. Because I love you. But I didn't want you to go here. <laughs> I commanded you to speak, not strike. I commanded you to go, not walk away. Because I was walking away. And when I got that revelation, I said, oh my God, I got to call these people back. And now I believe that I'm in, I'm in the midst of God's will for employment. Because there's two things that happen in the midst of God's will. God's purpose is served and your provision is there. Mm. Whereas when you're not in God's will, God still provides. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. But you're not in his purpose. You'll feel like, why am I here? Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm not getting these. It's just, you'll, you'll keep searching and looking and trying to find something that makes you feel like you're uh, doing something important. Whereas, whereas you could be at budget and feel like I am totally walking in the purpose that God has created me for. And I'm being provided for. Which goes back to the animals. They know their purpose. They know their purpose. Watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> a fish knows its purpose. Right. It's been in the water. To do the things in the water that the Lord has told him to do. However, 